Welcome to the Park Snacker Pod, where we chat about the Disney Parks news. I'm Matt, and with my co-host, Katie. Katie, how is it going? Hello, hello. It's going pretty good. I am glad that the weekend is almost here. Almost here. I am ready. I know. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, I'm getting, I'm already getting geared up for the new Ant-Man, you know, oh, next yeah. week, Contamania. I'm, I'm doing the, the rewatches, so I'm like... I'm all in on it. I'm nice. I'm excited. Yeah. Are you are you guys seeing that next week or no? Um, probably not next week. We might go see it eventually. Um, but we are actually going out of town for a couple of days um, next weekend. So I'm excited to have a nice little nice little getaway. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you have a Disney vacation, then you get to do a getaway. You know, <laughs> hey, living you gotta, the life up. You got to do something in these winter months, man. It's been it's been rough. <laughs> No, I no. Hey, I I totally feel you there. Yeah, trying to, you know, I was telling my wife, I'm like, can we just, you know, she's already like, you know, she's eight months, you know, seven yeah. and a half months pregnant. I'm like, can we just like do something? We're like, no, we can't. <laughs> no, no, can't do that. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, we got we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. Um, you know, we have some of our usual quick topics that we'll go through. Um, you know, so this we usually release the podcast on. Thursdays, so this is released on a Friday, um, but we delayed it a day because Disney had their 2023 quarter one earnings call, um, and I usually like to cover those because there's always some kind of juicy tidbits that come out of it, but also especially Bob Iger's back. Yeah, like, This is. is his first call, so I'm like, every you know, gotta listen to see you know what you know what Bob Iger is gonna talk about. Uh, and he had some really good quotes uh, and some information that we'll talk about. Some, you know, some sad information as well. Um, but you know, there's stuff that affects the Disney parks in general. So you know, I wanted to wait a day to make sure I could just you know really get into the information and uh, take my time. Yesterday was so crazy, so there was like no way I'd be able to get the podcast in like my the show notes done. Uh, so you know, I wanted to make sure I had time to do that. So. Um, all right, Katie, why don't we get started? You know, Let's but first, yeah, of, of course, we always got to talk about Park Snacker. Uh, if you're not on Park Snacker yet, you know, make sure you go to parksnacker.com uh, to download the app. This is an app where you can rate, review, and discover over 70,000 menu items at Walt Disney World. You can connect with your friends to see what they're snacking on. You can browse menus, create custom lists, and so much more. Uh, again, head over to parksnacker.com today to download the app available on iOS and Android. Again, head over to parksnacker.com today to rate and review what you eat and drink at Walt Disney World. All right, so Katie, yes. uh, for, you know we'll, we'll do the we'll, we'll do the earnings call stuff uh, last, and then we actually have a couple of listener questions after that. Um, but have you been checking out any of the Tron previews that come up? You know, Tron Light Cycle Run this past week started the cast member previews. So have you dived into any videos or, you know, seeing what people are saying at all? Yeah, actually I've been watching, I guess maybe not too closely, but I've definitely seen a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm fascinated by it. It looks really cool. It looks really fun. Um, I'm very interested in the seating because one, it looks incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> like <laughs> flight of passage seats are uncomfortable and you're not, really moving right you're not on a roller coaster and this looks like an even more uncomfortable version of uh that seat so <laughs> um and plus I, I i do keep hearing a bunch of 
questioning about whether or not it's size appropriate for our bigger guests and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's been interesting to follow along with that. Um, but I mean, it looks freaking sweet. Like it really looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, you know me, I'm always, I really like to not be spoiled yep. on things, but for whatever reason, I just want to watch the ride through. Like, you know, I could have seen this, the Shanghai version for, you know, forever, but I was like, you know what? I know what this thing looks like on the outside. I know it's going to be dark on the inside and I'm not really going to remember much. So let me just watch it. And I'm happy I did because, uh, you know, it was it was nice being able to see it um, and because, you know, there's all this hype and stuff right now. Um, but I, anything that's in the inside, I'm not going to remember. Yeah. So it, like it's already it's all just like flashing lights and stuff. And, you know, I, I don't even remember what's going on. But anyways, it was fun. It's actually pretty short. It's only like a minute and a half. The roller coaster. Oh, wow. I didn't realize um, that. Yeah, yeah. When I was just, you know, I watched the video and, you know, it only took like, you know, I'd say like a minute and a half to get through the whole thing. Um, I, you know, I wish I looked up like what Guardians was compared to this, but, um, you know, it looks super fun. I, the one thing I didn't want to spoil myself on was the queue. So I have no, no idea what the queue looks like because I thought, uh, you know, I was like, you know what, usually that would probably stick in my memory a bit more. Um, so I didn't watch the queue, but I just, I just think it's so cool that you just walk underneath the canopy going to the entrance and, you know, seeing the the track and everything. I, I just think that's really neat. Um, and what's also cool is like it goes, it runs rain or shine um, because there were some like lightning storms and rainstorms huh. this past week where all of the outside attractions, you know, like your uh, Seven Doors Mine Train or Big Thunder Mountain, like they shut down, but Tron kept going. So that's pretty cool that the canopy like is, you know, of course, weatherproof enough and where the the roller coaster just keeps going. So I thought that was neat. That is pretty cool. I didn't realize that, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's pretty cool. And I looked it up while you were talking about that. So both Guardians ride at Epcot and Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom are both three and three and a half minutes. So yeah, this Wait. is really short. Oh, so Guardians. Sorry, I was so, yeah. trying so to Guardian, press the, <laughs> the Guardians, Guardians ride, and Everest are both three and a half. Yeah. So Everest is three and then Guardians is three and a half. So that's this is way short compared to that. That's crazy. Because yeah. I feel like both. Well, I guess I haven't been on Guardians. But I feel like Everest is a short ride. But mm-hmm. to think that it's actually three minutes long kind of crazy no for sure yeah i'm i'm trying to find up the time right now for tron like cycle run um i don't know i'm i'm not gonna look for it as here but i don't know i watched the video i wish i actually now like clocked (laughs) now that we're having this discussion (laughs) i wish i did get the exact time but it's yeah it's pretty short so um anyways looks cool people are excited about it uh very very exciting to see tron like light cycle run up in again it's going to be opening up for everyone on april 4th uh okay so real quick uh wanted to mention two quick things uh two quick things we actually talked about this two weeks ago but i just want to talk about it again because disney made like the official announcement but um full house uh, housekeeping room cleanings are will be happening once again um at all of the resort hotel rooms but you know it does depend which hotel you're staying at whether it's going to be every day or every other day. So it was those deluxe resorts that was getting every other day and the other, you know, value and moderates was 
So what did I, what did I just say? Deluxe is every day. <laughs> Value and moderate is every other day. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's like replacing towels, uh, cleaning the bathrooms, making the beds, emptying the trash can and recycling, you know, tidying the room and vacuuming and stuff. So, um, so that's, you know, that's good. And I was, you know, what I was also thinking because, you know, when I was on my last trip, uh, I took all like the H2O soap and <laughs> yeah. I'm actually using like the body soap right now or the bar soap for, you know, in the shower right now. <laughs> and I, w- I was wondering, like, I wonder if when you were there. Oh, wait, never mind. You were I at didn't the stay Holiday on property. Inn. Yeah, I didn't stay on property. However, on that note, look at the photos that you posted into the um, into the show notes. So Disney posted like a, a kind of a sneak preview look of what the new um, renovated boardwalk rooms are. There is H2O in the backgrounds there of is. one of the pictures. You've yeah. got to you've got to imagine that was intentional. Like that I mean maybe not, but it I, is I definitely I'm assuming there. I'm assuming that um I'm assuming that H2O products is now done. Uh, H H2O plus it's been incredible. Yeah, I'm on their website right now. Oh yeah, it's it's there's nothing on the site besides just like photos and it just says thank you for 33 oh, years. It's been incredible. Man. So, yeah, it's definitely over, but I assume Disney just has like as a huge leftover yeah. amount of what they have. So, there's been no news of like what's happening with the, you know, what's coming next after that, but <laughs> uh yeah, what, you know, Katie's referring to, they also gave a a, a sneak preview for the new looks at the refurbished rooms over at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Um, and they're actually really nice. You know, they, it looks like they're using this, like, is that teal, I guess yeah, I would say? I'd say teal, like, like seafoam green almost. Oh, seafoam, that's actually better, seafoam, seafoam green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a good seafoam. Um, yeah, so yeah, the you know, the H2O products are in one of these photos. Um <laughs> But I actually, you know, when I went in June last year, I stayed at the Boardwalk Resort. And when I came back, I did mention, like, these these rooms do need refurbishment, uh, the, especially the bathroom. The bathroom was, like, you know, it was fine. But, like, for a, a deluxe resort, it needed, mm-hmm. like, a, a definitely a big renovation uh, or a refurbishment. So, but, yeah, very exciting that the refurbished rooms are coming out for Disney's Boardwalk, uh, Boardwalk Resort. Uh, and honestly, I can't wait to stay there again sometime. I, I liked it. Just being on the boardwalk is great. Yeah. So. It's such a good location. For sure. All right. So, um, you know what I was missing? What were you Last missing? time I was in Disney World. So, the first ride we went on at Magic Kingdom. Okay, I'm sorry. Second ride we went on at Magic Kingdom uh, was the Journey um, Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. Um, so I was in the queue and I was upset because Scuttle was missing. You know, what? yeah, Scuttle wasn't there. Uh, you know, everyone knows that's the, you know, the seagull from Little Mermaid. And he, he was an animatronic uh, in the queue. Uh, you know, he would kind of crack jokes and talk. And I really liked him. I thought he was great. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I went through the queue, it was, you know, it was a walkthrough. You know, he we went right on. It was in the morning. No, one, no one's going on magic. Um, Little Mermaid, like first thing, <laughs> you know, first thing in the morning, it was empty. Um, but you know, it was. It, it, I, I just missed them from the queue. But good news is, finally, Scuttle, uh, for a very long period of time, apparently he's been gone. But Scuttle, the animatronic, is back over at Under the Sea. I just wanted to mention that because 
I love that animatronic and he's dope. So yeah, I love. Oh yeah, I love it. Like you said, like at least whatever I've I've never actually waited in line for that. It's always a walk on for me. Yeah. So <laughs> it's fun to like listen to him as you're like just walking past. But I can imagine. You know, especially during the peak times that we've been seeing, like even Mermaid does get a little bit of longer, longer wait. So yeah. that room that he typically is in must have been really quiet without him gabbering on. Because, yeah, he's very talkative. <laughs> he's very talkative. No, he is. Yeah, he does not <laughs> shut up. He's um, good, though. Glad he's back. Yeah, yeah. he He's just so much fun. One of my definitely one of my favorite Disney characters because he's just silly, stupid. So, yeah. So he's back. Um couple other things. So this one uh, I wanted to mention just because it could be a disruption, you know, if you're going on your next trip. Um, but, you know, Disney had built that walking path between Grand Floridian and the Magic Kingdom. Uh, that's actually going to be closed starting February 13th, and it's going to re- be reopening late spring. Um, Disney didn't really mention what it's for, but apparently for some kind of building. I'm not sure, but... Um, that path just won't be open for guests. So, but you know, just take the boat or the monorail um, over if if you need. Um, I actually, you know, when we when we were at the Grand Floridian in September, I actually didn't use that path at all, um, just because I know it's actually pretty long. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's deceiving. <laughs> yeah, it's very deceiving. Um, I know, I know, my mom and my sister walked it one day. They had some time. They walked it. Um, my sister actually took like this gorgeous photo of um grand floridian i actually used it uh on on youtube if you go to our park stack youtube channel for my trip report episode it's the uh thumbnail uh, oh nice the, the, yeah it's actually a very beautiful photo of the grand floridian um but yeah so that walking path is gonna be closed so just you know just fyi if you're gonna be going there or planning on using it in the next few months so but the monorail and boat are always more fun anyway. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. We're still watching lots of boat videos over at this house. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> yeah. I, I found one video because my, my daughter really only likes to when the boats like honk their horn. Yeah. I found one video from Resort TV One where they're literally just like on the dock over at Magic Kingdom watch like uh-huh. watching the boats just come in. So it's like there's so many toots. Like you get more <laughs> toots per minute than like other other – other uh other videos so i love it that's so cute (laughs) um all right one more little bit of information here the flower and garden festival uh is again starting march 1st so less than a month away it's it's coming coming up up. yeah so coming up real fast um the garden rock series which we mentioned i think like two weeks ago Mm -hmm. I i can't remember but you know the Garden Rock series where they have the concerts over at the American Gardens Theater. Every year they do the dining reservations, similar to how like Katie did the Fantasmic dining reservations, where if you make one, uh, you are guaranteed a spot, like a good spot for the American, you know, in the theater uh, over there. So, you know, book your dining. You know, if you're going to dine anyway and you want to see one of these groups, just, just do it. It's, yep. You know, it's worth it. Um, so the show times are usually five thirty, six forty-five, and 8 PM. Uh, so you can go to any one of those. So yeah, check, uh, check those out. So happening soon. Happening <laughs> soon. Yep. Love it. Love it. I, yeah, I really enjoyed doing the dining package for Fantastic. It was nice to be able to just roll up five minutes before the show and 
just get a really great seat. So yeah. if it if it's a concert that you're dying to see, highly recommend it. Um, I yeah. know I've done a dining package at Epcot to see. Um, oh my gosh, what's the Christmas one that they do? Candlelight Processional. Uh, Candlelight Processional. Yeah, I did that, a dining package for that when I was during my college program, and I had a wonderful dinner at Coral Reef. Actually, I think I even did lunch, because you can do lunch most times, too. Yeah. Um, and they got a seat to see Neil Patrick Harris um, do the Candlelight Professional narration. So, highly reco. Like you Ooh, said, if you're Neil gonna, Patrick Harris, too? Dude. It, I tell, yeah. So, like, something like that, you yeah. really want to make sure you get a good spot for. Um, and that way you just don't have to wait in the long lines because those lines get really long, really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. Those are popular, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to ever watch one of those. No, so. same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the um, I'm talking about the Candlelight Processional. Yeah. Oh, um, I only went to go see it because of Neil Patrick Harris. I okay, guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, just that love is him. that stuff. Yeah, that stuff is like not for me. I just like I have no <laughs> desire. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's it for like the quick topics we have uh nothing too crazy going on uh so let's chat a little bit about the disney company walt disney world company sorry walt disney company uh 2023 quarter one's earning call um now there's you know there's a lot that's in there pertaining to just all of the walt disney company but this is mostly uh going to be talking about just like the parks in general um so of course you know bob Iger, he's back um and he had some you know pretty interesting things to say and i actually have some of his quotes uh which i do want to repeat um what you know one of the complaints especially with bob chapik is uh you know everyone felt that like the creativity was just being sucked out you know you know of of you know out of the room i guess you could say and he he was really I don't know if micromanaging is the right word, but you know he was all about just saving money, and you know putting it into other focuses besides the park and stuff, uh, and really taking away the creativity away from uh, the leaders you know that can you know build make all those projects and such. Um, but Bob he you know he really wants to bring the creativity back, and here are a couple of quotes from him. We must also return creativity to the center of the company, increase accountability, improve results, and ensure the quality of our content and experiences. I've always believed that the best way to spur great creativity is to make sure that people who are managing the creative processes feel empowered. Therefore, our new structure is aimed at returning greater authority to our creative leaders and making them accountable for how their content performs financially. Our former structure severed that link and it must be restored. Boom. Mic drop. Yeah. So he really like, (laughs) he kind of digs a little bit at, you know, I guess you could say Chapik and, you know, before this of how just, you know, again, that creativity was just kind of gone and he really wants to, focus on that and bring it back and trust the people with these creative minds to do their jobs to, you know, not only make excellent, um, you know, uh, excellent projects and, you know, um, for you know content and experiences for, you know, guests and so on, but, you know, also make their company, you know, they're a company, they need to make money. So, right. exactly. um, 
So, uh, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting that he said that. So it's just it's nice to, you know, hear those words from him. So, yeah. um, And that first portion of the quote, too, like that sounds almost exactly like something I feel like Walt would say, like what was all about the creative process? And I think that's probably why I like Iger so much is just he just I feel like embodies Walt so much more, at least than Chapik ever did. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah, I still can't get over the, There was one earnings call where Chapek, uh, Chapek, um, talked about how, you know, cause they were, they were reducing the food portions uh-huh. and how he said it was going to be better on everyone's belts or yep. it was something oh, yeah. about lightening the something pants. Their waistlines or something like the that. The waistline. I think he said like, yeah, be better for everyone's waistline. It's yeah. like, oh dude, oh, what nice. are you saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is why Anyways. we do PR training before we take on big roles. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the other big things is because this is going to affect um, Disney uh, parks, but uh, there is going to be a lot of cost cutting with uh, the Walt Disney Company. They are targeting five point five billion dollars of cost savings across the company. Um, first, the reductions to our non-content costs. Which will be roughly 2.5 billion, 50% marketing, 30% labor, 20% uh, technology, procurement, and other expenses. And then on the content side, we expect to deliver approximately thir- uh, $3 billion in savings over the next few years, excluding sports. Um, and then the unfortunate thing here is they, you know, so many companies are going through this today. Um, but Disney is going to be reducing their workforce by approximately 7,000 jobs. Um, you know, it sucks to hear a lot of companies doing it. My company did it. My mm-hmm. wife's company did it. You know, luckily, both of us were spared uh, from, you know, with with our jobs. But it's just, it, you know, it's just what's happening, you know, in, in the world today. And, you know, it's very unfortunate. Um, Josh Damar did make a statement. I'll, then I'll hand it over to you, Katie. Josh Shamar did make a statement uh, saying that it will affect like the Disney parks and experience and stuff. But the frontline workers, like people who work inside the parks, you know, do concessions and attractions, and all that stuff that, you know, they'll be fine. You know, they'll they'll be OK. Um, so, yeah. Any, you know, any thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I mean, you touched on everything. It's it is awful. And I hate re- hearing it and reading this kind of stuff. But it is. It is literally happening in every single company. It's unfortunately just part of our reality right now. And Disney's, like you said, Disney's a company. This is as much magic and joy they bring. They're still trying to make money and cost savings. Cost savings, I feel like it's all I talk about in meetings at work. And it's, (laughs) it's, it's everywhere. Like you can't avoid it. It's, it's just what the focus is. So I hate to hear it. And it worries me for all my friends who do work for the Disney company, but yeah, it's unavoidable, unfortunately. Um, I think yep. it's very interesting that they're cutting back so much on their marketing, like the fifty percent cutbacks on marketing. I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, when I think of marketing, it's like you know advertisements and all that stuff. Like, yeah, they're such a large company. I feel like they don't need to do That's as fair. much because, like, especially like for the Disney parks, there's so much demand right now. And they do actually, they, they I'll get to it in some of my, my further points they talk about in the earnings call, but they're still so in demand right yeah. now. Um, yeah. when it comes to the Disney parks, people are coming down anyways. 
um, you know, they don't need to do as much. You know, for example, um, James Cameron, uh, you know, I, I'm learning this from Avatar 2, but, you know, because I'm, I'm all in on that movie. You know, I love Avatar. <laughs> I've talked about it. But he mentioned that it's like he knew he didn't have to do as much marketing for Avatar 2 compared to like Avatar 1. Mm-hmm. Um, so he saved a lot of money only because he already spent like a, a billion and a half dollars right. making these movies. Um, so he's like, yeah, I don't need to do as much, you know, uh, marketing yeah. <laughs> as no. I did. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess that's actually that's very true. And now the more I'm listening and, and thinking about it, like, I still am seeing TV ads almost every commercial break for the Disney 50th. Um, that probably could have ended a long time ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, okay, fair. I didn't yeah. think about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they, there's no reason to keep showing that. So, yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going in order for what he talked about, but he decided to drop a little bit of avatar news you know we were just talking about this Mm -hmm. so an avatar experience is coming to the disneyland resort in california um no you know he did not make any other mention he just says more details to come so what could that be who knows i'm (laughs) my you know i'll i'll hand it over to you for speculation in a second you know avatar it just hit $2 $2 billion worldwide is the fo- fourth highest grossing movie of all time worldwide. Um, I think it domestically it's like nine or 10th right now. Um, it is very, very popular. Um, you know, James Cameron, we've talked about it. I think a few weeks ago, James Cameron wants to update the flight of passage um, in animal kingdom. I think he already talked to Bob Iger, uh, Igar about, uh, about that. So, I think bringing that kind of experience to Disneyland, I think is it could be cool. Where, who knows? I saw some speculation it could be at Star Wars Launch Bay, where it's like again an experience. It's not a Tomorrowland type thing, uh, so I don't know if it would fit in there. But I feel like it would just be just some small area somewhere that has it. I have no idea. Um, I don't know what this would mean. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm very, I'm very, very curious. I mean. Disney's California Adventure is kind of becoming that melting pot of uh, different uh, IP. You know, Mm -hmm. you already have San Francisco coming in soon uh, for, um, right? Am I blanking on that? Is that a thing that's happening? Yeah, that's a thing. Is Is Pixar Pier? San Francisco. Yeah, that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, you have um, Avengers Campus and so on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, you know... I know, I know our good friend CJ is listening to this at some point, uh, and she's gonna message me right away like, Matt, it's gonna go here. I I, I know this. I, it's it's probably gonna be best in this area, so I'm already waiting for that feedback to talk <laughs> CJ, about it next week. CJ, we need you. CJ, we need your help on this. Where do you think it's gonna go? Um, or any you know any Disneyland vets, if you have a, like any ideas of what might happen um, with this, I'd be yeah. interested to know. So. I have absolutely no idea. I again, I don't have any knowledge of Disneyland really. I'm thinking like what they could easily copy from what they do at Disney World. Like what if they bring the little um, the character dude who's in the big machine who walks around and plays games or whatever. Like that would be mm. a fun little character sighting. It's not really like, yeah, it's Avatar, yeah. but it's not like Avatar. Yeah. Um, or it's, like, again, yeah, kind of like 
what they do in One Man's Dream at Hollywood Studios. They'll just do like movie previews and kind of things. exactly. Kind of so maybe that would go into the launch bay. I I don't know. So I this is this is weird. I don't know. Yeah. So you know he mentioned that. So that's that was interesting. Hmm. Um. All right. So uh, he talked about you know I want to skip this next one. Come back to the come back to it. Um. Speaking also speaking of IP. Uh, he mentioned that three uh, movie sequels that will be happening. There will be another sequel to Toy Story, another Frozen movie, and another Zootopia movie. Um, Disney, or not Disney, Katie's just shaking her head like <laughs> in disappointment right now. What's, what are your thoughts on this, Katie? Listen, Zootopia, I'm all for it. Give me it. I want more um, because there hasn't been one yet. Um, Frozen, one was pretty good. Frozen 2 was spectacular. Frozen 3, or whatever it's going to be, is overkill. Drop it. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> Toy Story. Ugh. No. I love Toy Story. 1, 2, 3, perfection. 4? I loved 4. I thought it was great. It wasn't needed, though. Like, it wasn't needed. It needed no. to be not Toy Story 4. It could have been its own separate within the same realm just not a sequel you know like i'm all for like spin-offs or things like that but if it's literally going to be a sequel of this is what happened after woody left buzz no hey spoiler alert on like a sorry um, i don't know how many years that old that movie is now <laughs> no i'm so annoyed at sequels i'm not like uh, Iger was just talking about getting back to the creativity side this is not creative guys I'm sure these were already in the works, I'm though, sure. like before he even came in, um, just because they are very popular IPs. Uh, yeah. Zootopia more abroad, from what I understand, you know, because they are building the Zootopia mm -hmm. world in, uh, what is it, Shanghai or Hong Kong? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. Um, but... Yeah, they're just they're they're all super popular, so it's understandable. I'm okay with it, um, as long as the story is worth telling, you know. Yes, yes, so. and uh, yes, exactly. Zootopia will be great. I'm I'm totally down. I have no no beef with that. I just <sighs> the Toy Story one really irks me. Like <laughs> you also just had a Buzz Lightyear movie, <laughs> like. Mm. Uh, sorry, it was Lightyear. Oh my god. Okay. I'm yeah, not going to win this argument. People are not happy with that movie. No, I, it was fine, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I have just let Frozen go. Yeah, let it go, as <laughs> one could say. I don't know if you set me up for that, but <laughs> I didn't mean to. Right. But I'm going to definitely <laughs> pretend I did. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's. Uh, okay. Let's get back to the park stuff here. Uh. So this is another quote from. Uh, from Bob, uh, I thought, hold on one second. Let's see. I thought I made some extra notes here. Sorry guys. I am just reading my notes real quick. Where did it go? <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. Okay. Anyways. So he made a note here. Um, so that was the biggest brain fart. Um, <laughs> I thought I made notes in here, but maybe I deleted it by accident. I don't know. I didn't touch it. Promise. Oh, never mind. I see it. It's uh, somewhere else. So, all right. So let's get to it now. Let's let's really get to it. All right. So here's a quote from Bob Iger about price adjustments. Um, last month, we also announced some price adjustments in our park. 
We're listening to guest feedback and we are continuously working to improve the quality and value of their experience. Um, so, you know, here, you know, I'm going to go to another quote down below uh, a little bit later. Um, but he he really does. He mentioned this a couple times where he really does want to listen to guest feedback uh, and get their notes. You know, I'm, you know, when it comes to pricing, we've already seen some adjustments as well. Uh, and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, yeah. Any any thoughts there, Katie? I think it's good. I think Iger's always been very good at putting the guest and the cast member even first and like making sure the experience is what it should be, um, which we definitely have lost the past couple years. So I'm glad that he is acknowledging like, yeah, we've been missing and now we're going to pick it back up again. Like, I hear you. We're, we are listening. So I think it's it's good that he acknowledged it because I think we needed to hear that. Like, I'm sure that they've all been aware of what the feedback has been but no action has been taken on it, right? Or like it just doesn't seem like the feedback is falling to anyone listening. So it's good that he's actually calling out like, yeah, we're, we're on it. We're, gonna, we're actually going to do something about it. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's move on here. Um, so he talked about how there was reduced capacity to the parks during um, – select peak holiday periods by, you know, they dropped the capacity by about 20% versus pre-pandemic levels uh, in order to prioritize, prioritize guest experience. So I th they are still really liking the Park Pass Reservation. So I think this is just another clue um, to say that this is it is not going anywhere. Disney is really looking at this and saying, you know, they do want to keep the guest experience better by not filling in all those crowds. I think it's fine. Yeah. I'm, you know, as much as we don't like it, if this is what it takes to have a better guest experience, whether we feel it or not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I never had, a, I, I don't know that I have a problem with the actual park pass reservation. I think it is just clunky and it needs to be easier to edit them and it needs to be like you need to still be able to park hop that those are the only issues i still have with the park pass reservation system but as far no. as like needing to say what park you're going to like you you did that anyway with fast passes so this this isn't really i don't know if it's staying it's staying just let us park hop before two damn it <laughs> yeah seriously oh i think uh i think disneyland is starting yeah. theirs this week i think that was where it's yeah. now one one o'clock or was it 11 i think it was 11 it's a lot earlier something was at one o'clock oh, i can't remember anymore dang it <laughs> <laughs> sorry we're terrible we're so good at the news <laughs> i know we're really good at this um yeah so yeah the 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 capacity you know it's just park pass reservation not going anywhere so all right. So then next up, they said they will continue to invest in parks and experience globally. Uh, in 2023, they plan to spend $6 billion on this, um, but they actually cut that by $700 million to save some money. So the budget has gone down just the, you know, in the, in the grand scheme money. of billions, <laughs> $700 million isn't like so, so much. So, oh my God. Um, 
but it's still a lot of money and you know but it'll be interesting to see where they you know they cut the i don't know if cutting corners is the right term to use but just like where they're going to get rid of okay you know maybe we're not going to build this and we're going to work on this instead oh so. i know they're going to keep dino land exactly as is they're not going to take away my yeah. <laughs> dino land isn't going anywhere for a long time yeah don't take my dinosaurs yep um, and then later, Bob was answering a question about growth drivers of the theme parks going forward. Uh, and here's a, a couple quotes from him. Demand on the parks is extraordinary right now. Now we now we could lean into that demand easily by letting more people in and by more aggressively pricing. Cough, cough. We don't, yeah, we don't think either would be smart because we let more people in is going to reduce guest experience. So exactly what I was talking about before. Uh, and again, he, he mentioned once again about the reduced capacity um, and how uh, it, during the holiday season and how it improved get, guest experience, but also maintaining profit. So they're seeing that even with that reduced capacity, uh, they're still you know above their bottom line or whatever the jargon is. They're still getting the profit that they need um, out of that so they're they're okay with having the reduced capacity uh a couple one quote here from him again it's clear that some of our pricing initiatives were alienating the customers i've always believed by the way that accessibility is the is a core value of the disney brand we were not perceived to be accessible or as affordable to many segments as we probably should have been so after basically paying heed to what we're hearing, we started to address it. Um, yeah, people, you know, the conversation has come up so many times now that, oh, Disney's just like not affordable anymore. They're just pricing out, you know, the little guy. Um, and, you know, he hears it. He mentioned it's here. You know, he mentioned it. He mentions it here. And, you know, they've already started taking a couple actions, which we talked about. Um Previously on other shows, you know, the hotel parking fees are now gone. People were just like, why are these here? You know, that's now going to save you, especially if we're bringing a car. That's going to save you like a couple hundred dollars. Um, and then at Disneyland, the lowest price availability, um, like for park ticket, it used to be 15 days, you know, at that price. But now you can get it 50 days at the Disneyland Resort. Um so they're really trying to, you know, make up for, you know, just making things not as affordable anymore, which is which is good. I think that's awesome. And I think this is another quote where he is speaking to Walt's belief, right? Like Walt wanted Disney to be for everyone. And yeah. it very clearly has started not to be for everyone. I mean, that's even why we stopped going so much, right? Like we, it was pricing. You us literally out. stopped your annual yes. pass. Yeah. Because I couldn't, yeah, it's not like I couldn't afford it, but it just wasn't worth the money anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm glad that they're noticing that. And I think this also might even be a slight hint to what they were doing with the galactic star cruiser too, because they priced out, I would say a solid 75% of their consumers. Yeah. Like, did so, it really need to be that much money? No. There's a lot of, like, discounts going out now for it. Um, yeah, we yeah. talked about how there's a lot of uh, weekends not available in summer anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think this really speaks to that, too, without saying, yo, we effed up. Um, I think he, he's been like, okay, nope, hear you. You're right. It's always supposed to have been for everyone. And we, 
quote, quote, we, Chaffik, has messed that up entirely. Um, yeah. So good to hear it, Iger. I love you. Yep. Yep. So, you know, that's all the, you know, the, the, the Disney Park stuff coming out of this. Um, all good things. We'll see what happens, you know, over the, the next uh, couple years with, with Iger here. You know, they, they have new executive leadership coming in. Um, and they have a new chairman of the Disney board who's going to help along with the selection process of the next uh, CEO. So, you know, we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. Well, all right. Well, that's it for the news. Um, now we have a couple of uh, listener questions. So why don't we get to those? And if you have a listener question, you know, Feel free to, you know, reach out to us. You can email me, matt at parksnacker.com, you know, or message me on Instagram or anything like that at parksnacker. Um, So first question is from Mrs. Sharkey on Instagram. Uh, What are some date night ideas on property not involving dinner? We are staying at Wilderness Lodge with a car. So the first one, you know, I had a couple that have come to mind. Um... And the first one I thought of was like doing mini golf. Um, Yeah, I've never done mini golf, but, you know, there's the two two golfing areas over there is Fantasia Gardens and the Winter Summerland. Um, Right. Winter Summerland. Yes. Right. Uh, Why am I second guessing myself? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Disney's Winter Summerland. Yeah, I was right. Okay. I don't know why I read. I'm like, is that the. Yeah. Anyways. Um. So, yeah, those are the two golfing areas. I thought that would be fun, you know, just to like that's not something people ordinarily do. Like if you're staying there for a week and you just want, you know, to, you know, it, maybe it's a rest day um, and you want to, you know, just go out one night, you know, just do some mini golf. That'd be fun. You know, shoot, shoot 18 holes. I love um, it. Yeah. Have you ever done any of the mini golf areas over I there? I have not. I have not. I have no excuse. Because I always say I want to, but I never do. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever do it. No. Um, yeah. Maybe, you know, but maybe when the kids are older and I need a date night with my wife, we'll, we'll finally do it. Yeah. Actually, no, I think the kids would actually really enjoy mini golf when we get older. So I feel like as a family at some point <laughs> we'll do it. So That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, well, I have a, I have a one or two others, but Katie, do you, what about you? Okay. So I did... So I, I, the next one that you have on your list was also one of mine. So one of yours, you suggested doing a horse-drawn carriage ride over at Port Orleans, which I think is a super cute idea and would mm-hmm. 100% suggest it because I feel like Port Orleans Riverside is just so dreamy and cute and romantic anyway. Um, add in a horse-drawn carriage, like, boom, magic date night. Um, and I don't think it's that expensive either. I remember talking about it on the show um, before, and it was like – not nearly as expensive as I thought it would be. Um, and I believe you just book it through the app too, so should be fairly simple. Um, the other one I thought of is go see the Cirque du Soleil show over at Disney Springs. Um, I feel like there's so many things to do at Disney Springs besides like shopping and dinner mm. that people just don't forget about. Go see a concert at House of Blues. Um, go ride in one of the amphicars on the on the little lagoon lake area at sunset that always looks dreamy um yeah there's a lot i think that you could do at disney springs that doesn't involve dinner i think dinner typically gets like the forefront but there's there's some pretty cool activities and also there's just always live music i feel like a fun date night could literally just be walking around springs 
mm-hmm. um, and just enjoying the ambiance. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, and the, so the horse drawn carriage, I looked it up. looks like it's $55. Yeah. Um, and you could actually do it. I forgot. You could also do it at Fort wilderness too. If you want oh, to. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, actually it's a easy boat ride from wilderness lodge to Fort wilderness. Uh, if the boat is running, I think when I was at wilderness lodge, the boat wasn't running the, Oh no, that's, that's a lie. What am I talking about? I went to Fort wilderness on <laughs> the boat. So <laughs> no. Unless yeah. it was like super raining or storm. No, no, no. I'm I, for whatever reason I was thinking, you know, um, oh, oh, you know what? It says Fort Wilderness horse drawn excursions permanently closed, so maybe that's not yeah. up and running anymore. But I know the Port Orleans is working, so because um, that Which is still dreamy. Yeah, and then yeah, if you're you know if you're at Port Orleans, um, so just just FYI, the ho- I'm on Disney's website right now. The horse drawn carriage is still a thing. Um, that's happening. You can do. You could check the availability. Twenty-five minute ride uh, fits up to four adults, or you know, two children or three small children. Um, uh, it's twenty-five minutes. Did I say that? I can't remember if I said it. Um, but yeah, you get you go over to uh, Port Orleans Riverside over there, and you know, get that done. Uh, and then while you're over there, uh, go to the River Roost Lounge. You know, maybe afterwards, uh, and you can see Yeehaw Bob perform. Um, I've never seen him perform, but I heard he's just like a ton of fun. Uh, his performances start at eight 30. Um, and he performs on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, have you ever seen Yeehaw Bob before? I've literally never heard of this. You've never heard of Yeehaw Bob? I've never heard. You of should Yeehaw look Bob. up a video like okay. he. So when the pandemic happened, he was actually taken away. Um, yeah, he is. So what he does, he plays the piano, but he really gets the crowd like involved. Um, and like he so he has played this game in the past. I've heard uh, Well, I actually listened to him do this, but he uh, he does like play on words where he's trying to have people say uh, ship, but not making sure it's not mistakenly as like, you know, the, the, the <laughs> S-I-H-T, uh, S-H-I-T. Um, so it's like it's like it, it's it is for kids. Don't worry. It is for kids as well. But it's it's a very fun, interactive show. Uh, if you have no idea who Yeehaw Bob Jackson is, just go uh, YouTube him. Uh, it's supposed to be a ton of fun. I this is one of my bucket list items for Disney World is seeing him. But he's getting he's getting old. Uh, so, you know, I want to make sure I get to see him, uh, at some point. Um, but yeah, so, you know, again, that is just like a lounge. So I think they have like some food and stuff there if you want. Um, but if you want to make sure you get a seat, get there a little bit early. So, yeah. Um, and then the other one I had was this might be more of like an obvious one, but evenings and, you know, early nights around, like around the boardwalk is great. Mm-hmm. Um, strolling around, you can, you know, there's usually some kind of form of entertainment on the boardwalk. People are, uh, you know, there's jugglers or dancers, or I don't know. I forget what kind of entertainment magicians may be on there. Yeah. Um, it's also just, you know, beautiful hop on a boat, you know, take the, take a boat, you know, on a, on a grand circle tour to Hollywood studios and back from the boardwalk if you want. Um, Go to the lounges. There's the Abracadabra bar. Get some fun uh, magical drinks over there. 
If you want, go to Jelly Rolls where you can uh, see the dueling pianos. Um, that is a cover charge, so that is a fee to get in. Um, so if you want to, if you want a table, get there a little bit early. I've done that once. That was a ton of fun. Um, drinks were not up to par though. I was disappointed in the drinks expensive and like not very mm -hmm. good. Um, but, uh, and then if you really want go to the Atlantic dance hall, um, <laughs> I know, uh, you know, one of our friends of the show really enjoys, uh, going over there. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's the Atlantic dance hall over there as well. Um, so that's, again, that's an obvious one, but it is a really good one just going around the boardwalk. So yeah, that's a yeah. good date night. I love the boardwalk. There's always, got, like fun street performers and there's just a lot going on. Like it's just it's a cool vibe. Yeah. You could resort tour too. Like you could walk mm -hmm. around the lake, go to the uh, yacht and beach club, go, you know, go over there, check them out. And then, you know, check out the, the boardwalk, check out the shops and stuff over there. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any, any others from you? I only thought of one other one. It's not so much date night idea, but if you have, if you're just looking for like a little daytime getaway, rent a cabana at your um, resort pool. That would be super fun. Yeah, That'd be a nice little private area to just hang out and get some sun and have mm -hmm. some drinks or whatever. But rent a little cabana. That could be fun. Yeah, you know, I would. I didn't put it on the list, but I was actually gonna. Uh, I was thinking about it'd be fun, like at like night just go like night swimming like they're going to be at yeah. the world in a lodge go to the quieter pool um and just kind of like you know grab a couple chairs grab some drinks hang out by the pool go to the hot tub um just hang out over there that you know just have like a relaxing you know date night out there especially yeah. if it's like a warmer you know warmer night um you can do that so grab a chair over on the lagoon and watch the electrical magical water parade pageant yeah. whatever it's called <laughs> I gave yeah. it way too many names, but you know what I'm talking about. Water yeah. pageant. Go watch yeah. that. That was fun. We did that one time. Yeah. Yeah. The electrical water pageant. Fun. I like, I like that. Um, all right. Well, I think that's good for like some date night stuff. We could probably just keep going, but <laughs> there's so much to do. I know. I know. Hopefully, hopefully that helps. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, hopefully that helps for you. Um, all right. So last question we have here is actually regarding the app park snacker. So it'll be good. I can, I, I can give you a little bit of an update on that. Um, uh, so this is from our friend of the show, Shannon, also AK Dole Whipper on, uh, Instagram. Uh, would park snacker ever think of adding filters like gluten-free, vegan, etc.? Um, so the question to answer that is yes. Uh, the, the update, I guess I should give him park snack is, you know, it's still a thing that we have, um, of course. And, you know, we're maintaining, you know, I always put menus up, but right now where it's like, we're kind of on a hiatus of like actually building any features into the app. Um, you know, we really like, we built this, like when COVID started, we, you know, we had so much time in the world. Um, since then, you know, I have a kid now. Uh, my, you know, Doug has bought a house and he likes to do all the renovations himself. So he's like, he's always really busy doing that, which is great. Um, so we, re it's so tough to do, like to add any new features to the app, which we still want to. Um, but we just have other, you know, life priorities coming up. Um, or, you know, we're in the process of having, you know, we do have life priorities. <laughs> um, 
We're still maintaining it, though. Uh, the good thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people actually I've gotten a few comments be like, hey, I, I noticed that you don't your menus aren't up to date uh, of recently. Um, and that's actually something that we we do actually do regularly do is update our menus. But it was actually broken for a bit. We just fixed it. And as of <laughs> today, uh, we just refreshed all the menus on uh, the app. So they all should be updated now. If you do see an issue, let me know uh, because there are lots and lots of menus and I can't possibly check all of them. <laughs> um, so if you see an issue on a menu not being up to date, let me know. I'll check it out. But again, as of today, all menus should be updated. They should be ready to go um, for you there. Uh, and again, if there is like an, an item that's missing, just reach out to me and I could, you know, I could add it. And just reminding me now that Katie, your friend, April, uh, had <laughs> totally forgot about this one. Yeah. She <laughs> wanted me to add, you know, she was wondering where an item was. I should go check on that one. So nice. Um, anyway, so that's, you know, that's an update with park snacker and what, you know, what's going on with the app. So, you know, hopefully, you know, you're still enjoying it for what it is. I promise at some point in the future, we will be adding filters is like always been one of the biggest priorities for me. Um, that is just like a very huge lift. Like that is, that's a lot of work to do. Um, so that's always been like, you know, kind of on the back burner. So we launched with like a, a product that we thought was great. And then we like kept putting in these little things here and there, but filters has always been, you know, back there and, uh, in the back of our minds and we want to do. So that's the update with park stacker. Cool. Cool. Exciting uh, stuff. Yeah. So that's that's it for this week. Um, you know, uh, this is this is good stuff this week. You know, Bob Iger. You know, good things coming to Disney World, the Disney parks and stuff. Uh, very excited about the future. Uh, more, I think people are more hopeful now, which is good. Um, and I think next week, may, maybe I'll talk about the whole Reedy Creek saga that's going on. Um, yeah, it's 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 a whole politic things. Disney oh, and ew. the governor of Florida are kind of at war with each other. Um, so, uh, you know, but it, it does it does affect Walt Disney World. Um, not really like guests, uh, just like the Disney company in general. Uh, but it's actually kind of interesting of what's happening. So um, I think I'm going to that's actually takes a bit more time to like research and really understand what the heck is going on. So probably next week I might talk about that, but okay. Anyway, so Katie, uh, let's get out of here. Where can we find you? Oh, you guys can come hang out with me on Instagram. I'm finally posting again. Woo. That's yeah, exciting. So I noticed. Yeah. I need, <laughs> I, I need to start doing that too. It's bad. <laughs> hey, I, you gotta, you gotta do something. You gotta do something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm over on Instagram at Magically Mootsy. Um, I'm also on Park Snacker at Magically Mootsy. Excellent. Yeah, find us at parksnacker.com. Download the app. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, you know, start planning for your next trip of what you're going to eat and drink. Uh, you know, again, this is not just, you know, festival items. This is everything mm -hmm. at Walt Disney World. Like, pretty much almost everything. Um, at least, you know, we're, we, we try. Uh, so, you know, download Park Snacker, see what people are saying about the foods uh, and drinks over there. Uh, yeah, you can find me personally on Park Snacker at Park Snacker Matt. That's my my handle there. Um, you know, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and all that. Um, 
yeah, that's it. That's it for this week. If Again, if you're not subscribing to the podcast, make sure you're doing that as well. So hit that feed, you know, hit that subscribe button, listen to us each and every week where you can kind of hear us fumble the news every, <laughs> every now and then, uh, <laughs> losing track of what's going on in notes, you know. But we uh, have fun doing it, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we are semi-professional at this. So. <laughs> semi. <laughs> semi being the key word. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, all right, Katie, until next time, I'll, I'll see you next week. All right, bye.